Welcome, one and all, to another episode of Fresh New Hell, common people discussing today's pop culture media. My name is Frost with my co-host Mary, and in this one we are covering the feature film Spider-Man No Way Home. So, um, obviously, spoiler alerts ahead. This uh, feature film is only available in theaters at the moment. It is the third uh, and I believe final movie of the Spider-Man series with Tom Holland in it. So, uh, Mary, what'd you think of Spider-Man No Way Home? Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. I hope it's not the last Tom Holland Spider-Man. He's adorable. I don't know. So, out of the three so far, um, Homecoming, uh, what was the other one? <laughs> I'm totally drawing a blank of the second one. Um that's terrible. I can't think of him either. Yeah. Out of all of them, are you going to ask me? On vacation. vacation? Yeah. So it's not on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> it's not European no, vacation. No, I mean, they all, have, they all have home in the in the title, and I'm totally drawing a blank. Like when a, were they like going to Paris? Pool. Yeah. Jeez um, Louise. Oh, I don't know. I'm torn. What this is heck? really, I think, my favorite because they bring back the other Spider-Man. Oh, for, I think it was Far From Home. Oh, Far From Home, yeah. So, um. Anyway, so go ahead. What? Yeah, no, this is my favorite because they bring back the other Spider-Mans, I think. I think I can. Okay. Well, I, I did like Mysterio, but um, this is, I think, by far my favorite. Super clever writing, super mm-hmm. interesting how they overlap the other universes, the other villains, the other actual Spider-Mans. And I didn't even realize until they pointed it out that they had different powers. Yeah, in a sense. Yeah, in different you know ways they, they deal yeah. their webs or you know fire their webs. Yeah, I mean, it was... And it was really cool, too, because I believe, um, I mean, they had other, in the first one, you had Tony Stark kind of dipping in and out, mm-hmm. but it really wasn't his story. Obviously, it was Spider-Man's introduction story. Yeah. Um, it kind of comes off the heels of, um, you know, the the battle for, um, in, at the airport with the Avengers against the Avengers, kind of like well, The Cold Mysterio War. battle, it's right after that one, right? Because it's right after Well, the, this one is, yeah, yeah. And I'm just going back. I'm just, oh, I'm yeah. just talking in terms of what I'm leading up to is... Uh, Doctor Strange being in this one, yes. who who I who I absolutely love, absolutely Benedict my favorite. Cumberbatch, the whole the first and then not spin off on that, but that movie, uh, the Doctor Strange movie is is insane, and the new one is coming up, which they do tease in this one at the very end. There is a, uh, it's a two teaser, a, yeah. There's <laughs> a end credit scenes um, or post credit scenes yes. rather that show up, but um, but going back to Spider Man No Way Home, so yes, this one picks up pretty much. Right, literally after Far From Home mm-hmm. um, ends. Far From Home is when they go, you know, overseas and they fight Mysterio. It's mm-hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal's character, and um, turns out to be he turns out to be a bad guy who was a former employee of Tony Stark, who was never given the credit he was yes. what he believed was due. And he created this illusion tech, which involved um, drones that created these illusions and were able to, you know, whatever break things and set things on fire. Mm-hmm. All these different things. So as it turns out, Mysterio realizes he's beat. He's kind of on this bridge. And they don't necessarily show this per se. They kind of show a, a, a caption. It's, you know, it's Times Square. It's on the big jumbotron. It's kind of like, you know, and Spider-Man's real identity is Peter Parker. And he's the one who killed me. Yeah. So that's kind of what that sets off the whole story. Um, so it, that's a big reveal, obviously for not for us as audience members, we've known this for years, but, no, but for, the, for the real world yeah. or for the constructed world, the MCU, it was a very big deal. So, and then more importantly that he's a bad guy or painted as a bad guy. Cause he killed Mysterio and 
you know, Mysterio's like, I was just minding my own business yeah, and Spider-Man and attacked me and then blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and there are things that were planted in the, in the second one that, that, you know, again, could, if, if you looked at it the wrong way, you'd go, oh, Mysterio was right. He was, yeah. he was totally a bad guy. So, um, so that's kind of where it takes place and which is, a, like I said, a big reveal. Um, Spider-Man, Peter Parker's, you know, world is turned upside down. Based on this, allies are on him. People are, you know, again, are, aren't fans of his. People They're are throwing him paint down. at He's him. Got paparazzi. All, all of out it. The house, helicopters. Literally, crazy. Yeah. yeah. You know, his his relationship with MJ is now official. Like they're together. You know, and she's being harassed, and his even his best friend Ned, not so much him, but you know, he's concerned obviously because of all the the new these new events. Yeah. So a lot of notoriety. Yeah, a lot of unwanted notoriety. So, um, and they're trying to do their thing. They're trying to finish out high school. They're applying for colleges. And, you know, as always uh, with the other movies, they, they have a nice balance between those types of like real world the teen, day -day, teen yeah. moments uh -huh. um, teed up with, you know, these otherworldly Trying to get into MIT are... and the Green Goblins after me. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, so as it stands, as far as the plot goes, um, Spider Man, Peter Parker goes to Doctor Strange and, asks him if he can, you know, reverse, wish it away. reverse time so that people don't remember that he is Spider-Man. That well that not that he's Spider-Man, that the world doesn't know he's Spider-Man. It and doesn't like, remember Peter Parker. Right. And uh Doctor Strange basically tells him like I can't do that because I don't have the time stone. I can't go back in time anymore. It's gone. Right. However, I could I could um whip up a spell mm -hmm. that will make people forget. So he's, you know, they go into this basement, you know, this special area for spell making and he starts to do this. And it's a, it's a very funny sequence because he's starting oh, to start hilarious. the spell and then he's like, well, wait, 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 you know, Peter Parker's like, is everybody going to forget me? I don't want, you know, I don't want my, my, my aunt May to forget me. I don't yeah. want uh, MJ, MJ, my girlfriend. Yeah. I don't want my best friend Ned to forget me. And, you know, and this happens over the course of a few minutes and each time he's starting to start it again, start it so again. And he's again, like, yeah. he's like, stop interrupting me. Yeah, and eventually... Enough. He um, does, you know, conjure the spell and it sort of goes sideways. Well, he's just and he tries to contain it. Yeah. yeah, he was, you know, it was altered too many times in the process of casting. And uh, yeah, it's kind of fractured. He ends up, um, ends up uh, kind of containing it, containing it in, in a certain box, a certain object. Looks like but a tesseract, not going to lie. <laughs> kind of, yeah, it, it's kind of a cool shape. It's a, it's a cube, but uh, with this kind of white or not white, um, like an orange ball of yeah, fire really kind cool. of dance bouncing around in a, you know, geometric shape. But um, as it stands, because the the spell wasn't cast correctly, because it was, it, there were elements that were being changed as it was being cast, created this rip. A fracture. In, yeah, a fracture in the, the metaverse, the multi, well, the multiverse, the multiverse. The yeah. multiverse. So, and... From that, they can tell that there are some beings that ended up crossing over into their universe, essentially. Yes. And as it turns out, these beings are all bad guys, and they're all bad guys from the previous um, the previous Spider-Man movies, not with Tom Holland, right, with which is um, awesome. Tobey Maguire and with uh, Andrew Garfield, which was really interesting. So the first character they introduce is, is Doc Ock. Yep, you know, right He's in. on the bridge, and, and it's kind of a funny sequence because, you know, they find out because of Peter Parker's new notoriety or negative notoriety, neither he, MJ, or Ned get into MIT. They all wanted to go together, yeah. and they're all, you know, planning their futures, and then... You know, they all get the same letter. It said, due to circumstance, current circumstances, we are not able to offer you, you know, 
um, entry yeah, you're into media the, nonsense. Yeah, basically. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. So um, as it turns out, one of the other ancillary characters, a character named Flash, who has always been kind of like a nemesis for Peter in high school, you know, is obviously pretty upset to find out that Peter Parker right. is Spider-Man, but also at the same time, he's such a, an opportunist. He's kind of like, Hey, we're best friends. He writes a book. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, they don't go into too much detail, but they do tell you this. But anyway, um, flash, he ends up, Peter talks to flash and flash says, Hey, um, there was a rep from MAT at, at a party I attended for, for mm-hmm. students. Um, if you can get to her, you might be able to plead your case. And even Dr. Strange had said when he was casting the spell, he said, you know, didn't you talk to them? He's like, well, I didn't know you could do that. He's like, well, plead That's your case. That's the first thing you should do, yeah. Well, plead your case. Why, why are you telling me to cast a spell when you, you haven't didn't even tried to, yeah, You didn't exactly. even try, dude. You didn't so, even ask, bro. Yeah, yeah so it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pretty funny moment. And uh, he ends up getting on this bridge. He finds her in the midst of traffic, which is, yeah. of course, you know, impossible but somehow he manages to find her and uh tries to have a conversation with her he he does he is the tingle he is the tingle so um doc ock shows up and you know all hell kind of breaks loose and um he ends up um um yeah he he well he ends up part of his nanotechnology in his suit gets attached to one of the tentacles in doc ock's um his tentacles spider-man's uh, suit stark technology yeah, merges up, yeah. and overtakes it right exactly and he's able to at that point subdue doc ock which yeah, is great he can control him it's hilarious he ends up saving um the the rep the mit rep mm-hmm. who you know of course is dangling by a web off of the bridge right. brings her back up she says hey i'm gonna put in a good word for you and he's like or you know yippee Thank you. you know yeah Kind of fast forward back to um, to the, sa- the sanctum, Doctor or Doctor Strange's sanctum, and he's kind of built this kind of underground like prison, for lack of better words. So Doc Ock is in there. He's got kind like, of a containment. Uh, yeah, it's kind of got a force field. He's got another guy, a wizard guy, and um, and I forget. He's I believe he's in the Andrew Garfield ones. I haven't watched the because there were five previous. Well, actually, seven previous films prior to this one. Mm-hmm. So he was, I believe he was in the Andrew Garfield one. He was a, a scientist again that yeah. was meddling and turns into a reptile. And, uh, you know, and then we find out, you know, what's happened. Essentially, um, Dr. Strange explains, like, you need to round up all of these bad guys and bring them here and we need to send them back. Yeah. That's basically it. So get everybody that becomes, back in their room. That becomes the mission. They go after, you know, there's this big electrical surge out in the middle of this forest and you find out it's Jamie Foxx's character who was in Andrew Garfield's one. And I, for, I forget it. I want to say his name was like Electro or something. Mm-hmm. I guess I could look it up. And, um, and there's also a, um, um, Sandman character. Oh, um, yeah. And I forget, I, I don't know if that was the name was actually Sandman. I forget now. But it is interesting. They bring back all the old villains. They yeah. also bring back the, all the old Spider-Mans. And then the old villains don't recognize new Spider-Man. They're like, well, who are you? You're not Peter Parker. You know, yeah. I know Tobey Maguire's old Peter Parker and you're young in high school. Mm-hmm. And so it is really interesting and in how they write that. It's very clever. Yeah. Yeah. And you find out that if they're going to be sent back... And one of the big ones they do bring back is the Green Goblin, which is Willem Dafoe, who I really like as an actor. So I was thrilled. I was like, this is great. And he, you know, and it's funny because it's revealed in conversation with Doc Ock. There's a, there's a moment in the trailer, which is actually really funny, where they ask him, oh, by the way, what's your name? And he's like, I'm Dr. Otto Octavius. And they all laugh at him. Right. Like, no, really, what's your name? He's like, that is my name. Yeah. um, And they mention Norman Osborn, who is Willem Dafoe's character, uh, Green Goblin. And, you know, 
and uh, Doc Ock basically says this is kind of impossible because he's dead. Yeah. So what they all realize is, as villains is that they actually die in their timelines, but because of this rift in the in the um, the multiverse, they were taken away right before they were supposed to be killed at the hands of spy their their oh, okay. their um, individual Spider Mans. Oh, so which you know, and um, that becomes a big point of conflict because Peter is, you know, Spider-Man, Peter Parker is such a do-gooder. And um, Dr. Strange is just like, this is the f- their fate. I mean, yeah, this is we're not rewriting this history. This is what's supposed to happen. This is not out. our yeah. universe. This is, you know, these, these guys are supposed not to die. Monkeys, not it's our mess. Not, not yeah. our problem. Mm-hmm. And of course, Peter being Peter's is like, no, I'm not letting this happen. He grabs the cube. He runs down the street. They have a really cool showdown because they they really show all of the Doctor Strange effects with the buildings sweeping and so moving cool. and spinning so and cool. trains moving through space and the Grand Canyons Kinda up like and Inception. down. Yeah, it's like the Shadow World or I forget what they what the, the term mirror is. World. The mirror World. Yeah. Um, you know, f- fractals. I mean, it's 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 it's, really, it's cool. really cool. He ends up trapping Peter. Ends up trapping Doctor Strange in in the mirror in the mirror world um takes a swing ring which gives him the ability to open this portal between these two dimensions and leaves him there um to figure out now in with the help of his friends and his aunt he says we're gonna we're gonna figure out how to fix fix you guys fix you guys before we send you back and maybe you'll have a shot at living if that's what you want even though a lot of them are kind of like i just want to kill spider-man yeah i just want to kill you anyway yeah he ends up going to Happy Happy's place. Happy is um, is Tony Stark's former like um, assistant, for mm-hmm. lack of better words, and he's been in the other two movies. Uh, it's John Favreau, who's great, you he's know, adorable. And, um, yeah, he's got um, you know his technology. He's got a fabricator that he took from Stark Laboratories, and uh, and Peter, if, if you know, if you follow the the last two movies, is is re- a really smart kid. Yeah, you know, re- like an engineering whiz and just like that kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and even his friends and his girlfriend, they're they're smart people well, they're all so. going to mit yeah well or at least trying to yeah so um he ends up creating different technologies for each of the villains and you know kind of says you know this is what we're going to do he gives the first one to doc ock who actually you know what you find out is doc ock was kind of being um, he was controlled by his ai he's being controlled by yeah he's being controlled by his technology that was attached to him and um and I, he didn't even know that was happening even though I, although after the fact when he changes the chip or gives him a new chip he basically says holy cow the voices in my head stopped and yeah i actually feel okay and right, i'm yeah. healed so i um, feel like the murder in today yeah, yeah they they put on a some type of like circular device onto electro i want to i'll just call him electro and i'm not even sure it's jamie fox's character yeah. is a who's a you know um is uh talented with electricity you know and he's letting it go and um and then Norman Osborn, you find out Norman Osborn, you know, he, well, you already knew this, but he's kind of like, it's kind of like a Jekyll and Hyde character. Yeah, he's, he's kind of like mess. an inept kind of like almost like dementia-esque, like pre, you know, yeah, Alzheimer-y like, oh, guy me. who's yeah. who's actually really nice and meek. And and then he's got this alter ego that's just a, an a-hole. For yeah, like he's horrible. Words. Yeah, so he ends up emerging and he says like, we don't want to change, you know, you know, and uh, Electro, you know, basically pulls off his, uh, his, you know, his, his, um, healing technology or whatever you want to call it. And, you know, all, all hell breaks loose. They all kind of escape. Right. It's a melee. Yeah. So, and then, uh, you know, there's a, a really big sequence that happens with, um, was it, uh, it was, what was with green? It was all with all of them. Mm But it's in a it's in their actual Happy's apartment building down in the uh, the lobby. I say, I think if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. right? 
and Aunt May is, you know, trying to trying to intercede, trying to help, and Peter's getting his, you know, his butt kicked, and and uh, Goblin, you know, is throwing bombs and flying around on a scooter, and then, you know, he ends up uh, escaping, and you know, you see Aunt May get hit, but you don't know how bad it is, mm-hmm. and she's like, no, I'm okay, I'm okay, okay, and then all of a sudden, you know, the it's. Um, she has this dialogue, you know, with you know, not a great okay. power comes great responsibility, which has been in all the other previous ones, mm-hmm. which is very, which is a very big part of the Spider-Man universe. And then she, she ends up dying, which yeah. was a, which was a huge moment. And of course he's just so emotional, so beside himself because yeah. he believes it was his fault. And if he had just listened to Dr. Strange, none of this would happen, blah, blah, well, blah. He was trying to save them instead of send them back. And it's right. Yeah. Right. And it totally backfired on him. So he's completely, completely distraught. And then, um, you find out it's kind of funny cause, um, uh, Ned, uh, Peter's, you know, best friend, re- you know, he's got, he gave him the swing ring. Peter gave uh-huh. him the swing ring, Dr. Strange's swing ring, which, op- which opens up dimensions and, and portals and stuff. And, uh, and it's, it's teased throughout where Ned's like, you know, I think we've got some magic in my family and his, you know, blah, 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 yeah, magic, his yeah. grandma or whoever. Like a participation trophy. You have magic in you too, my baby. Yeah. <laughs> so there's like those moments. So he ends up trying to use the ring and, you know, and he's able to open up portals and he's, you know, find Peter Parker, find Peter Parker. Yeah. And he, they, you know, they, they do it. You see this portal and it's really, you know, if you've, you've seen it before, but the effect so well is really, done. really yeah. cool. It sparks a circle. It's a circle with sparks around mm-hmm. it and it opens up a portal and they see a guy dressed as Spider-Man in an alley and they're like, and they yell to him, Peter, Peter. Yeah. And he ends up coming through and it's not their Peter. It's, no, it's actually the other, it's, it's Andrew Garfield. He pulls off his mask and, and there's a really funny moment. Cause they're like, how do we know you're, cause I am Spider-Man. He's like, well, you're not our Spider-Man. He's like, but I am Spider-Man. He's like, prove it. And he's like, what do you want me to do? He's like, well, you know, jump up. He kind of takes takes a step and, you know, his fingertips connect to the ceiling and he's kind of hoisting himself off the ground and they go, okay, well, like, you know, crawl across the ceiling. And he's like, I'm not crawling across the ceiling. They're like, come on, prove it. So he does, and then his his uh, Ned's grandmother is their mother. I think it's his grand. It's yeah, his I think it's grand, grandma. His grandmother. So she's speaking to him in Tagalog, and she basically says, "You know, tell him to take down the cobweb in the corner there." He's like, "Okay." So he climbs over, <laughs> gets a cobweb, jumps down. He's like, "Are you satisfied?" Really funny, and yeah. you know, so it's it's actually a very, it's a it's a very. There's some comic moments, and um, same thing. They do it again, and then Tobey Maguire's character steps out. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's great, and they all, they both look great. You know, yeah. like I said, not that I was expecting them to look like. I mean, but, but it's been it's been a minute it's for been, Toby. It's it's been a while yeah. for both of these actors playing Spider Man. So I mean, I don't know if they've altered anything. Maybe they you know gave him a little bit of you know, CGI vanity bit, stuff. Yeah. You know, take away guts and stuff. I have no idea. I don't think so, but um, but who knows? But they both look great and. You know, Toby's as weird as he was in the first ones. He's very, like, slow and these big eyes and kind of, like, you know, kind of, like, drifting on, like, starry-eyed. And it's just even... But it worked because that's who he was. And I think that's probably close to who he actually is as a person. they're very clever in the way they intertwined it, where they meet, they help each other. Mm -hmm. Like, it's very... uh, Yeah, so they finally... Yeah, so they finally link up with with our Peter Parker, the Tom Holland Peter Parker. And, you know, again, they they forge a plan about Mm -hmm. helping the, uh, the bad guys, trapping them, helping them and then sending them all back to the respective uh, universes yeah. so which is great of course the final battle takes place at the the not the newly redesigned but the newly de- or soon to be redesigned statue of liberty which is now going to be holding instead of the uh, the torch is going to be holding a captain america shield which is really funny that's hilarious by the way um and then all the that's you know probably all the, the musical <laughs> right, Rogers the musical, yeah, yeah, which, which is great because if you've seen Hawkeye, uh, there's there's a 
there's a sequence in the very yeah. first episode, Rogers the Musical, which is basically about Captain America. I, yeah. I have a feeling they'll probably do that at least once as a oh, joke I hope so. or have it as a running gag please, throughout the rest of the universe. I hope they do too because it'd be, it'd be very, very funny. Yeah. It's something I'd want. I would totally go see that. 100%. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, as you can imagine, there's a big battle that takes place. Yeah. Big epic ending battle. Big epic ending battle. Everybody gets saved. And, uh, you know, there's a real, there's some really, really sweet moments. There's really um, touching moments. I'm not going to really, lie. There's really, really good emotional beats in there. Cause there's a scene where the two other Spider-Mans basically spill their guts and say like, you know, I had my uncle Ben die and I had, you know, and Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man's like, I, my had, MJ and died. my MJ died. He's like, like my I, Aunt May died. Yeah, we've I, all had tragedy in our lives and it's exactly the same, yeah. which makes sense. And, uh, and there's some redemption. There's a scene where MJ, um, our MJ, uh, Zendaya's mm-hmm. character, ends up falling off the scaffolding of the the, um, the statue, and she's you know plummeting to her death mm-hmm. as her you know her boyfriend Spider Man is getting his butt kicked, and you know Andrew Garfield dives after her and saves yeah. her, and he feels completely redeemed. Yeah, like, so you get to like have I, this yeah, like yeah. I saved him, and then um, and even with Tobey Maguire, I mean the sh- the final showdown is between uh, is between you know Tom Holland, Peter Parker, and then uh, Willem Dafoe. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there's a there's an interesting scene where Tobey Maguire Spider Man jumps in and intervenes and he gets stabbed in the back. And, yeah. You know, and you think like, oh man, he, did he die? And you see him hit the deck, and yep. then you see uh, you see uh, our Spider Man, you know, heal um, Norman Osborn, mm-hmm. who now regrets it and sitting there, you know, kind of like a child. And then you see Andrew Garfield sort of fly in, and you know, he says, you know. Are, are you okay? And sort of picks him up. Toby McGuire, that yeah. is. And he's like, yeah, I've been stabbed before. Yeah, okay, <laughs> so yeah. he's, he's okay. He gets it's him to his feet. Right. And, uh, yeah. and, uh, you know, you know, um, Tom Holland and Zaydee have a moment. They're all, they're all having moments. Everybody's <clears> having moments. Everyone's having Very a moment. Emotional. A lot of emotion stuff. And it's definitely, you know, if you follow the characters or care about the characters, like if you don't, if you, if you have you no, shed a tear. if you have no emotion about any of these characters or these sequels, I mean, you're, yeah, you're, 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 made, dead you're made of wood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Cause it, there's some really Better good moments tissue, that are, that are crafted, uh, to really elicit. You know, that was like, damn. So, um, as it stands, they still the, have to fix all the universes. In the midst of all this, uh, there isn't more rifts that are happening. You see, like the sky is just opening more up. There's are all through. these silhouettes of people, and the hardcore comic people would probably tell us all who those people mm-hmm. are. I didn't know who they are, but there are there are definitely people that are looking like they're coming through, and they are coming through. And um, Doctor Strange explains to Peter, like, we I can't, this I can't, up. Yeah. I can't stop this. He's like. What, well, what if you did another spell and just made everybody forget who I am? Would that yeah. heal everything? And somehow, it, I don't know, it, it, it works. He basically mm-hmm. says, yes, that would work. But, you know, you have you're to understand what lot. you're asking for. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I know what I'm asking for. But if this is the only way to fix this, do it. Good. So, which means that everybody in his life, even including Doctor Strange, no one's going to remember who Peter right. Parker is. They have to meet him all and over certainly again. won't know that he's Spider Man at all. Yeah, like, not he's his like almost like not he's his friend. He's like he's never existed up until the point when they reinsert yeah. him, so to speak. So the spell happens, um, and you find out, you know, he has this really great great moment with uh, with MJ about, you know, you know, she says, I love you, and I'm going, you know, mm-hmm. like you gotta find me and you, you tell me, you know, tell me the same and I'll I'll remember you yep. and you know, so, and she, it's established early on. She works in like a coffee shop or a donut shop mm-hmm. or like a, some, diner. a diner of some sort. And, um, you know, at the end of the film, he ends up going to that diner. Um, Ned's there. He ends up passing him like in the doorway and sits down and 
you know, Peter, you know, he's got a handwritten note. He's going to say some things maybe to hopefully jog her memory and, uh, you know, orders a cup of coffee and it turns out, you know, he doesn't really say anything to her. He kind of just thanks her. And, you know, she, she, they, I mean, obviously he knows who she is and she feels like there's kind of like, yeah, have we met before type of thing? Like there's Mm -hmm. something there, but she can't put her finger on it. And next thing you know, he's, you know, um, he's moving into an apartment, which I believe was in the first one or I want to say it was where Toby Maguire lived. Yeah. Um, familiar. Yeah. It looked very familiar, kind of a dingy, like mm-hmm. one room flat, nothing, nothing fancy at all. And, uh, yeah. And you find out that, um, that MJ and Ned got into MIT. They're excited. And that Peter's getting his GED or something. You see books on the table, like one of his, on a desk or something in the apartment saying he's getting his GED, mm-hmm. which I don't know why he wouldn't have graduated. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, so I'm sure somebody else can explain yeah. that to me, but anyway, and that's kind of how it ends, but it's, uh, but if this was going to be the final one with him, it's definitely the way to go out. And it was I bigger really hope and, it isn't, but if it is, it was so clever. Yeah. It was so good. No, it's really well written and it does set up the, um, the Dr. Strange movie and the mad- madness in the, the multiverse. Oh, we should say that there's two tags in this. There are the two post credit scenes. I forget what happened. What was in the first one? I don't even remember now. Do you remember? No, was it just a flashback for the kids going to school or something? Was it something to do with Spider-Man? I, I literally don't remember. I don't remember either. I mean, it was the, the second one. I'm though, so excited for the second one. Second one, the, the last post-credit scene is really good because it really, it's kind of like a trailer for the full trailer. madness in the yeah. multiverse. You see Wanda, there's a whole Baron Mordo, um, a lot of characters from um, from the original Doctor Strange film. And, you know, and what you find out in that one is that there's kind of like a bizarro um, Doctor Strange, like an evil Doctor Strange that somehow yeah. like like the two two universes collide where in one universe he's a good guy, in one universe he's a bad guy. Yeah. And Baron Mordo um, was a Chiwetel awesome. Ejiofor. Um, in, in the regular Doctor Strange canon, I believe he's a bad guy. So I believe he's a bad guy in this one too. And he's the one who brought the only other Strange that could kill Strange. Oh my gosh, he could take over. So yeah, and then Wanda... Um, you know, the, uh, Scarlet Witch, we don't know if she's good or bad. I get the impression she's probably going to be a good guy in yeah. this one. Cause she, you know, they had the series and they kind of set her up as, mm-hmm. you know, not evil, but definitely misguided and then realizes sure. the errors of her ways. So, um, sad and wonderful. yeah, she wanted, yeah. she wanted to be with vision and that was the only way she saw the uh, fit to do that. So, so you get the impression it's kind of going to be Dr. Strange and Wanda against Baron Mordo and an evil Dr. Strange was called. It's going to be so good. So yeah, I have a feeling that one, um, I hope it delivers, but I'm sure it oh, will because it's going to be. Was Venom. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It was Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy is in a bar and Venom is talking in his head. And they're talking to um, a Latin bartender. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of, um, and I forget, there's some news and he ends up, he just ends up going through a portal or something. It yeah. just vanishes. So um, I'm not sure exactly. That I mean, I'm sure quick. somebody has broken it down on YouTube and will tell you every of Easter course, egg and yeah. everything that, what that means. But um, it was, you know, it's kind of a funny sequence, but it wasn't like anything or shattering. The, uh, the second post credit scene with all the Doctor Strange so stuff was good. like I was like, oh man, this is going to be awesome. I'm not going to lie, I pay for Spider Man just to see that end credit. Yeah, I mean it's probably on YouTube now. You can probably yeah. watch it for free, and I'm sure again, there's probably eight million YouTubers that are broken so down good. moment to moment what happens in that. But um, but overall, yeah, I mean the movie was 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 great. It's definitely worth seeing. I mean, 
you know, I know there's probably people that might want to wait to see it when it comes out on cable or on iTunes or something, but because of COVID or whatever. I don't know. I feel but, like it's almost a big screen experience. It's really well, epic scale. That's what I was yeah. going to say. So if, if you, if you get the opportunity and aren't afraid of COVID and those things, yeah. um, you're able to see it on a big screen. Yeah. I mean, the good news is it seems like at least with theaters here where we live, you know, there are assigned seats so you can choose yeah. your seats and you just don't choose seats next to other people. Now, if you're going, well, obviously opening night past month or weeks ago i'm not even 100 percent sure they sell those because you get weird single seat situations where yeah i mean where there's a will there's a way i mean if you're if you're a hardcore marvel fan you you've probably seen it already so we're not Mm -hmm. spoiling anything if you're kind of on the fence of like oh i probably will just wait if you're a fan of the first two you should definitely see it on a big screen at least once while you can and if you want to wait until there's like nobody in the theater where it's playing one time a day in your local theater early in the morning or something whenever you know you have a day off or something then do that but it's uh but it's epic fans of the old ones because it brings back all the old characters the old spider-man it does it does and it's so funny it's funny because you know there was they were trying to keep a lid on that for so long and then like jamie fox i believe kind of spilled the beans about because they asked him like in some interview about Mm -hmm. something like oh what have you been doing he's oh i just not this scene is for spider-man and they're like what yeah, <laughs> he's like, why are you oh yeah it? yeah why are you in it and then but the big question was the same thing was are the other spider-man the previous two going to be in this one too and they really kept that trying to keep it under wraps a lot of people say oh yeah yeah they're in mm-hmm. it and then other people were like no they're not in it and there's a lot of misinformation going on so it was um, really because at well first done. I was wondering if they were actually going to be in, it. and then obviously once once they did show up, I was like, "Oh man, this is epic." Well, and the thing I thought that was really clever too is they alluded to the fact that the Avengers weren't in the other one. The other Spider Man doesn't know they, Tony they, Stark. They did that. Yeah, and he it mentioned they talk well about written. it was really funny. There's a there's a couple or one major sequence in the end when they're fighting together and they're kind of sloppy about things, you know, there's Mm -hmm. gadgetry flying around, they're hit clipping each other's webs. There's, they're just not good at it. They're not good at it. And they, they mentioned like, we're just not good as working as a team. We've always worked individually. And then Tom Holland's character, Spider-Man says, you know, Hey, I've I've been on, I've been on a team, you know, I've been an Avenger and they're like the, the other two looking like what? And one of them says, you're in a band. (laughs) He's like, no, it's not, it's not a band. It's like a, it's like a, you know, it's a brotherhood of superheroes. things." Really? We, we don't have that in our universe. And kind of one funny. of the other comic moments is the uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. His webs actually come out of his wrists. Like he was altered by like the spider the organic bite. Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. So and there's a funny sequence with the two other Spider-Men. They're like, oh, wow. Like, you know, how do you do that? Like, it comes out like, of your body. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, like, where do you where do you make your webs? Because I'm always making web fluid and I have to refill my web shooters. And he's like, yeah. I, you know, he's like, well, do they do the webs come out of any other places? <laughs> and he says, yeah, he's kind of like, I'm, no. I'm not going to answer that yeah. question because uh, it's just too weird. He's like, I don't know how it works. It's just the way it works yeah. for me. Isn't and, that funny? you know, yeah. So it was, Super yeah. Super funny. Very clever. Because I did think it was interesting when they first introduced the Tom Holland Spider-Man and the fact that he had the web shooters and Tony Stark had developed mm-hmm. them, that I was kind of like, oh, yeah, because in the first one with, with, yeah. well, with Tobey Maguire, I knew they came out of his wrists. Mm-hmm. I was like, which I think is much cooler personally, but... It makes more sense for the spider bite. Yeah, because otherwise, like, if you're just your sticky genetics, yeah. and you can just have, you know, like, for lack of better words, super, superhuman strength and agility, it's like... Okay. Yeah. But yeah, but having to have man-made web shooters because like, if you really wanted to subdue Spider-Man, yeah. just break his wrists or break his technology. Yeah, break his, his technology. Toys, yeah. I mean, sure, he could run, and you probably wouldn't be able to kill him, but he wouldn't be able he to fly around away, yeah. and you know and do all the acrobatics that he does with the webs. So, um, but 
But um, I think we covered a lot of the stuff. Acting was is all consistently Solid. good. Um, there's Spec- a lot of stuff with you know with Zendaya, um, who has a little bit, even the same like you know plays mm-hmm. MJ, but has a much bigger, hardier part. She has yeah. some really great lines. She's a, a lot of the. She and Ned are really like a lot of the comedy comedy levity in the she film. She does a really good job. Very yeah. touching moments. She's she's great. Yeah. And then you know with um, the other actors coming in, the Jamie Fox and. Um, uh, the other other bad guys, and I'm uh-huh. totally drawing a blank on their names. Oh, Alfred dude. Molina, uh-huh. Willem Dafoe. Um, they're you know they're always consistently good. Willem Dafoe in particular, I just his voice for me just I don't he's know. Awesome. What, yeah, he's just he's got such a great voice, and when he does ramps it up to do the evil stuff, it's just like even better. I'm like wow that that guy win win yeah he's, Go Silas. He, he's, he's great. <laughs> and Benedict Cumberbatch obviously is Doctor Strange is always consistently good. Hundred percent my favorite. Um, I cannot and, wait. And we laughed because, you know, Benedict Wong is in there, too. Um, who, Benedict Wong, who plays Wong. Yeah. And he's part of the, the Doctor yeah. the Doctor Strange universe. It's just kind of funny. We laughed, you know, the fact that there's two Benedicts. Yeah, that's and they're so both statistically in unlikely. the yeah. Doctor Strange universe in the MCU, but yeah. they happen to be in the same property on top of it all, more Very or less, odd. or tied to the same properties. Yeah. Just kind of like, what are the odds of that? Kind of weird. But, um, I mean, genre, we already know in comic yeah. books. I mean... Acting was great. The set designing effects were all am- amazing, all top notch. Um, kids liked it. Yeah, suitable yeah. for probably everybody. Yeah, I would say teens up. I believe. I mean, it's kids. PG-13. Yeah, there's no sex. There's definitely it's fighting. There's gunfire. Yeah. There's no language um, there's that I death. that I remembered. Yeah, there was just people getting beat up and Ant-Man sent dies. home and stuff like. Oh yeah, there is that. There is that. But yeah, so that that probably got it PG thirteen. But the kids Maybe. loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because your kids saw it, yeah. right? Yeah. So any other closing thoughts? <clears throat> Sorry. No, just that it was fantastic. I can't wait for Doctor Strange to come out. I believe Eternals hits Disney Plus next week or sometime soon. Yeah. Sometime in January, Eternals will I'll pop be, in. I'd be interested to see that one because I, I haven't heard great things about it, Me to be neither, honest. but you know. I mean, because Shang-Chi, I heard great things about. And I waited until yeah. it came out on Disney Plus and was very pleasantly surprised. I wished I'd seen that in the theater. I feel like that one would have been good big. I, I just feel like Eternals is probably good and probably people are just overly sensitive. I don't know. Well, there's also a say. lot of people that aren't big fans of Angelina Jolie. I mean, I'm not not a fan, but right. I can sort of understand. And I'm sure there are a lot of people that had a big question mark. Of like, why is Angelina Jolie doing a... A Marvel movie, but yeah, you know, but, mom. but at the same time, <laughs> but at the same time, like for me, it's like, why wouldn't you do a Marvel? I mean, if you're gonna do, I would uh, if literally you're gonna be, in a, be any character if you're gonna, in the MCU. If you're going to be in a comic book film in in one of the universes, we'll just use them in DC, and there's just no there's no competition. No, I mean, and I know there's a lot of people I don't that care like if the, you kill me the off DC in the first fight scene. I just want to be on set and hang out. <laughs> want to be Thug One, <laughs> yes. Thug Fifteen, Blue Red Red Shirt two. Five. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it would be an amazing experience. But the MCU is just solid. I mean, they've just so good. They've just. I mean, Kevin Feige, which I've mentioned in previous podcasts, is just. I mean, awesome. unbelievably talented to be able to map out all these things, roll them out. The good the thing way is he's been rolling able out. to use this for good and not evil. Like he'd be a scary stalker with this kind of this web yeah of knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I mean, God forbid they they lose him somehow. You know, like I said. Oh, because it would be, the, yeah, it would be. On. There's no plan. No, B. because he's like he's literally the architect of that whole universe, and yeah. exactly the way it rolls out. And I think he knows exactly the way he wants to do it, and he's proven that he knows what he's talking well, about. It just speaks well to have a leader that's um, 
passionate about the material yeah. and he appreciates it in a way that only he would be able to make it good. Do you yeah, know what the, I mean? the like, buck stops there. I mean, he has the answers. Yeah. And it's not even a question. I mean, I'm sure they're collaborators, of course, but ultimately, I really think he, the Marvel Universe, he just knows inside now. Well, yeah, he has all the players. He just nerds he knows. out the same way we do. Of like, oh my gosh, it's so right. good. Wouldn't you love to see this? Oh my gosh, yeah, let's see Right, that. right, yeah. right. And I, but it really, he really does have an iron, he rules with an iron fist. And I, and I say that in a good way. I think yeah, he really has con- a lot of attention to detail. Yeah. All of it, all of it. And I think he pre-qualifies everything and wants everything yeah. to be perfect as it should. And, and it's paid off because the universe is, I mean, is, I mean, rivals the Star Wars, probably better than the Star Wars universe in some cases because a lot of Star know. Wars fans They're are sort of. Now. They're sliding Well, over. you know, with the book of Boba Fett and some of the other things they're rolling out on um, Disney Plus are great, mm-hmm. of course. And I'm, you know, and we'll see they what happens with the, um, with the next franchise or the next, uh, the next set of movies and stuff. So, which oh, I they do throw are. Daredevil in this one too, don't they? Daredevil, yeah. Daredevil does show up in Spider-Man. He shows up. Uh, early on when Peter thinks he has legal troubles mm-hmm. because of his identity being revealed. And, you know, it's funny. So, uh, which was really cool because Daredevil, the series was on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, originally, I love Daredevil, origi- the movie. Yeah, well, oh, the Ben Affleck yeah, one, I did loved you? It. Oh. Yes. Well, you should watch the series. I might the only because, one, but I loved it. Because <laughs> it started on Netflix, and then once Disney Plus started, sorry. Um, it switched over? I don't know. Well, no, they kind of ended it. Oh. On Netflix. I think they didn't. They never, I don't think, have had official press press releases on it, but the kind of like they just phased it all oh, out, they just kind up. of ended. Yeah. yeah, kind of ended things. I think Disney just said like cease and desist is our property, do it. But the Daredevil series, I don't think they were able to. I don't think it's on Netflix available. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. um, but it did end. And um, out of the ones that were there, there were a, f- a couple different ones. Um, there was Jessica Jones as well as. Um, I forget there was another one, an African-American one. I'm totally drawing a blank. It doesn't matter. Um, they're actually well-produced. Oh, nice. But Daredevil was a standout. Daredevil, yeah. some of the fight sequences in the, the Daredevil series are unbelievably good. Well, it's such an interesting so, character. So it was really fun to see. Well, it would be nice uh, if they resurrected that, too. Well, yeah. Well, it's great that they at least were, had him visit. Well, it's great that they had him cross over because I don't. I think he's one of the first characters that they've actually crossed over from one of the series into a film even though he doesn't fight in the film, you see him catch a, a brick. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, and as, as if you know Daredevil, he's blind. So he catches his brick, and it's really funny, and Peter's like, he's like, how did you do that? And he's like, well, I'm a really good lawyer. So there's like yeah. just uh, some really good comedy in there, but it was great because he's, uh, I think, been a fan favorite where people are like cross him over because, yeah. you know, I mean, as much as, I mean, you, you're probably yeah. one of the few people that really liked Ben Affleck as Daredevil because right? a lot of people like them, him, and then even with Elektra and Bullseye, it was um, yeah, no, Colin it was Farrell, they, they all thought it was just not good, I generally know. speaking. But uh, I liked it. Yeah. So, uh, well, with that, we will leave you. This concludes another episode of Fresh New Hell, Common People discussing today's pop culture media. Again, my name is Frost with my co-host, Mary, and... Um, as always, uh, follow us on your favorite podcast platforms and connect with us at freshnewhell.com. Leave us a voicemail, uh, reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. If you have any suggestions, anything you want us to cover, we'd be more than happy to entertain any ideas that you have. Um, other than that, you know, we will, uh, you know, thank you for listening as always, and we will see you in the next one. I'm going to go back to stay gold. <laughs>